themselves to the podcast. So welcome to Cavalier Corner, guys. Um, Danya, do you want to introduce yourself and Luna a little bit? Yes. Hi. Um, so my name is Dania Romero Arellano. I am on my last semester at Johnson County. So I think two and a half years. So yeah, last semester, and I am the president of Luna. And Luna stands for Latinos United Now and Always. We're the Latinx slash Hispanic club on campus. And we promote not only education, but culture and uh, just diversity and inclusion, especially in the Latinx area of the world. Um, we like to have our little niche on at JCC. Nice. Um, thank you so much. Um, who would like to introduce themselves next? Hi, I'm Lucy Jimenez and I'm the vice president of Luna. So what, and this is my first semester here at JCCC. So what Luna means to me is I struggled a lot during high school finding my community, but coming into college, I was able to find a group of people that really supported me no matter what. And I got to like meet some really cool girls and I love it. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing. Um, who'd like to go next? I can go. Um, my name's Daniela. It's my first semester at JCC, and I'm in charge of social media and communications at Luna. It's really, it was really important to me to find a Latinx club when I got to the school because I came from a community that had a little bit more Hispanic um, people, more Latinx people. Like I came from high school that had more Latinx people than at Johnson County. And it was kind of a big culture shock when everything was very different. And what I found, like, what's important to me is that, like, it gives us a sense of community in a place that doesn't have people like us walking around everywhere. That's great to hear. Um, last uh, but not least, uh, Fatima. Yep, um, my name is Fatima and I'm the secretary of Luna. Um, what Luna means to me is I, in high school, you know, I didn't really have a lot of Latin friends, you know, any of that. And just coming into college it was a whole different experience. So when I had the opportunity to join Luna, I, you know, I, I met more friends. I have more people to kind of talk to. And now I'm part of like a, a Latin club that's kind of emerging me more into a culture that I did not know about when I was in high school. So it's, it's, it's been great. It really has been great for all of us. That's great. Well, thanks all, uh, you all so much for coming out to the podcast. I'm really excited for this conversation. Um, so you guys came on to, um, do you wanna talk about why you came on? Um, I'll open the floor to anyone. Why did it feel important to you guys to come on the podcast in the first place? Um, so I was the one that kind of brought the idea up, especially when I saw a little sticker on the little tables on campus. Um, I felt like it was a great opportunity to 
not only have Luna represented in, in the spaces that's podcast and any other like spaces at JCC that we're not reaching, but also to kind of find uh, people that maybe are looking um, for the Latinx group that are part of the Latinx community. And so I felt like it was important to not only have that available and for students to know and people, but also to kind of um, make, like if you don't know, to know about us and about our culture and our foods and our languages and our, um, our everything. We're here and we're at JCC, so it's kind of a nice way to just say, hey, we're here, you know, celebrate with us. That's really nice. And I think that's that's a really good thing about our uh, community college is like we're a big community. Um, something you all mentioned is like the ability to share cultures. And um, one of my questions, I guess, as an outsider um, is, so what kind of stuff do you do for sharing cultures? Um, the Latinx community is like a, a broad community. So what does that kind of look like, like in a in a club meeting? What does that look like? Okay, I can go. So lately, uh, one of the big topics we've been talking about is the difference between um, being Latino and Hispanic, because a lot of the times on forms, like when you're even like applying to college, it'll only give us as a community to be labeled as white. And we're obviously not white, we're all Latino. So that's a conversation we've brought into like our leadership group chat. And then we're eventually gonna put that into um, one of our club meetings because it's very confusing. I always get confused because I still don't know the difference. I never will, but that's just one of the big topics we've been struggling with lately. So kind and, of, oh yeah. Yeah, another thing that we have noticed is our, our club is majority Mexican, but there are a few people that aren't Mexican. We have a girl from Peru. I believe we have somebody from Colombia. So a lot of listening to other cultures, because we find that a lot of Latinx culture here in Kansas City or in the United States is very centered on Mexican culture when we're trying to open up the doors to other Latinx uh, people, other people from other countries. So lately we've been um, listening oh what's like kind of the difference in your music your food the other day we did a tropicana run uh, we went to a local mexican ice cream shop and the girl um, the peruvian girl tried tortas which to us is like a classic food it's classic and to her a torta is a cake so we're just kind of teaching each other about our different smaller cultures within the larger latinx culture That's really cool. Um, is there anyone else who would like to share on that? Go for it. Um, if I may, I mean, even though we do have a lot of like Mexican, everybody's Hispanic, like there's everywhere, but a lot of our members are very Hispanic, but even then we have very different cultures. We have very different traditions. Like somebody might have something that I never heard about, or they could have their own little thing. So even though we're kind of in the same little Hispanic group, like we all kind of have all, all of our little things. And it's very interesting learning that and kind of seeing that side of it that maybe you just, because you didn't grow up with it, you didn't know about it. So it's really interesting kind of just getting to know the whole side of what it means to be Mexican and Hispanic. 
Those are some really interesting questions. And it's really inspiring to see all of this um, sharing of cultures. Um, very important, especially in our climate now, but it's also just really good to get to know ways you're similar and different from other people. Um, so for people who may be outside of this group or who are curious and um, um, wanting to kind of dip their toe in, what kind of events do you guys have planned coming up? Um, so this semester is kind of like the comeback season for Luna uh, after COVID. We did a lot of, I mean, COVID hit all of us. And then in terms of JCC and, and, and clubs, um, it was just a big, ooh, you know, down downhill. So this semester we came, we we we're coming through with a lot of events. Um, the ones that are coming soon, we have Dia Los Muertos, which is November 1st. We have a Latina night um, empowering workshop as well in November. Um, but like we had like, for example, we had a Hispanic Heritage event last week. We also had like the Amigos, Amigos Friends, the Amigos event. Um, so we've been pretty busy. Um, and coming up, we're really excited for the rest of the fall semester. That's really exciting. Um, how have those events been going for you? Are there any fun stories from those events that have been uh, memorable, especially just coming out of COVID, like being able to interact with people? Yeah, so our Amigos event was 2000s theme, and most of us here were not alive then and didn't get really to experience it. So our theme was to just dress up as like just that like theme. And so it was really funny seeing all of us as a leadership team, like try and dress up in that. And obviously our advisor was try, trying to help us say like, we, the, you didn't wear, we didn't wear that then, but we wore this. So like, I kind of dressed up like Britney Spears and like, I know Fatima, she was wearing like dresses and jeans together and just a lot of like crazy layers. But that was just like one of the coolest memories together because we've only known each other for like a couple of weeks, like almost a month and a half. And we've grown so much together and we've gone to know each other really well. And it's just cool, cool getting connect with other Latina girls, women, Latina women, and just getting to share that experience together. That's really great. Um, does anyone else have any stories from the semester so far? Wait, okay. I'll say something real quick. Sorry. Um, we are very crazy people and uh, yeah. I was about to say that. So we have 6 a.m. meetings, leadership meetings. We wake up at 5.30 and we we are very dedicated and, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And we've been having 6 a.m. meetings, the second one today. Um, and also we went to, uh, I know Luna went to Manhattan, Kansas, a couple weeks back, and we went to Halo, the Halo conference. I didn't go personally, but I've heard it was very fun. It's a Hispanic, like, um, kind of like a big conference in, at K-State. And um, there's a bunch of other like Latinx Hispanic clubs around, like I'm pretty sure the city, like the state that come together in a little like niche at K-State. So yeah, I think for me, it would be the 6 a.m. meeting because it just sounds really crazy, but it's the truth, so. And you weren't kidding when you said you were dedicated. It really has been inspiring. I will say working with um, this group to like get this podcast together, I have been impressed with like how, how like it's clear you guys are like unified. Like it's clear you guys are, are all on the same page and working together and very motivated, which is very, very inspiring and like hopeful to see for me. Um, Cause it's good to see that like 
I mean, as a student ambassador, right, you kind of lean on clubs and organizations to um, keep student involvement up, right? Like I can't get all of the students involved all the time, right? And you, so you want to make sure that they have those places to go. And so seeing that our club members are so motivated and so like um, on the ball to get like outreach and to be um, like connecting with students and with each other is really, really inspiring. Like as a student and as just like a, as an ambassador. So that's really, really good to see. Um, I will have to check out some of your upcoming events for sure. Um, so for people who are interested in coming to the club, um, when are your meetings and what does a typical club meeting kind of look like? So our club meetings are every other Monday. Um, and we just had one last week, so we'll have another one next week. They're mainly in the comm lab from one to two, and you'll see us out there. You know, we have a little Luna sign, come right in. And like I said, anybody's welcome to join, no matter if you're part of the Latinx community or not. Um, but, you know, just going in there, it's great. You know, we do icebreakers. We try to just try to get them involved as much as we possibly can with our um, just any events, any type of things that we might do there. But, you know, Everybody's welcome to come in as they wish. As an outsider, again, I um, we wanted to talk a little bit about like platforming like Latinx voices. So do any of you have any like specific experiences or like things you'd want to speak on to an audience that's not necessarily or maybe a, a Latinx uh, audience? Um, things you'd like to say that like in your experiences on campus or anything that has um, really cemented your experience and um, kind of been unique. Um, so anything you'd want to share on a bigger platform? So I remember like when I, I began JCC uh, August 2019 and I come from a public school where everyone looked like me and everyone was similar. It was really um, you know, it was different. So when I got here on campus, I had like a culture shock. It, I kind of got intimidated, honestly, even though I'm a very, I'm like the most extroverted person that I know. I got very intimidating getting here on campus because everyone looked very different. Not necessarily a bad way, but it was something that I was not used to for 12, how many years, kindergarten to whatever. And then hitting college, first of all, I'm the first generation um, in my family to go to college. And then being a little you know, brown girl with, you know, a bunch of hair. <laughs> it's like, I was really intimidated. I was like, oh my God, like, is this actually my place to be? You know, like, what am I doing? And um, that's something that I feel like a lot of people don't speak about because it's, we, we, we just, uh, especially in our culture, we, we keep a lot in, we, we keep pride and it's just like, it's all in. And that can correlate a lot with mental health and stuff. Um, and I just feel like that's something that I wish someone would have at least spoken about maybe before I even like hit college, like senior year or something, or just like a heads up of that experience. Cause of course everyone's experience is different. And um, I know that uh, we also have a population on campus that's uh, DACA and undocumented. And if you guys do not know what DACA is, and I know Fatima can speak about it a little bit more. It's a, it's a program here in the United States that gives um, protection status to students, to children, to people who have been here from a certain, um, like a certain date 
in the United States and who get social security and basically get a works permit and are allowed to go to college and school and receive better scholarships. Um, and I know Fatima, if you wanna speak about it more about DACA and stuff and like kind of like the population here on campus um, at JCC. Um, I can, I mean, I, I can't speak for everybody, but I can definitely kind of say my experience. I, I am a DACA recipient. I've had it ever since it started in 2012. And I feel like a lot of people are scared about it, like to say that you're a DACA recipient. But if anything, I, I was scared in the beginning, but now I feel like it's very empowering to me to say, you know, that my parents did this for me and now I'm trying to kind of better myself. But just like I've had this experience with DACA, everybody has different experience. No matter if you're a DACA recipient, if you're just on a visa, no matter what it is, if you're undocumented or on any type of visa, we all have different experiences. But as for the DACA people, you know, it's it's kind of hard, especially coming in and just kind of being part of this whole new world to you. It's and especially coming in so young, you're taught, you know, that I almost basically lost my Spanish because my parents were just trying to inverse me into, you know, the American culture, English, you know, you have to learn English. They very, very much pushed that on me. And I think it was because of that, that I was able, when I came into Luna, it was a lot of things that I didn't know, like was like, and every single time, like we do an event, we do something, it's, I know a little bit about it, but not enough for me to be like, I'm like, I'm a professional, like I can speak to this about this. So, but, you know, being a DACA recipient, it's, it's hard. It really, it really is hard. You are very limited on services, on schools, on scholarships. And it's, I feel like a lot of people don't know. You'd be surprised how many DACA students we have at the school there's there's a lot of us we just don't say it or we just don't like to promote it but there's definitely a lot of us out there and if anything it's just more about being that support just being that ally and be like you are not alone if anything so just coming in and having all these Luna members you know kind of rooting for us for for me it's it's been really empowering for all of us even if we don't want to like we don't admit it it's been great I can speak a little bit more. Um, so I had a very different experience than a lot of people here. I grew up in Wyandotte County from the dot and I went to Shawnee Mission East and it was a primarily white school. So coming to JCC, I did not have that big of a culture shock. I was like, oh, it's just like I'm back at high school, same thing, same people. But come like being in Luna, I got to meet people with similar experiences that I went through. So when I was in high school, my dad, he became a citizen and I was able to meet other people here at JCCC that went through the same thing or even like students getting their own citizenship, which is really cool um, to experience like that we have something in common compared to a high school that like I went to kids that like didn't have received DACA or didn't have parents who had to go through the immigration process. And that's also um, like another thing that Luna is like really like that we participate in something really cool. It's called Cambio para Cambio. We basically raise money for undocumented students who are coming to JCCC and all that scholarship money goes to them and we get to benefit them and help them like come to college. Like they don't have to worry about having a social security number. They can 
they just know that they have that money for them set aside and that we're, we're helping them out. We're here for them. Kind of building up on what Alyssa said, Luna has been a, almost like a support system for people that are going through these processes since they are not easy processes. They take a toll on you emotionally, financially. My parents um, went through the process of receiving a legal residence when I was eight and it was like court after court, lawyer meetings. And then we kind of talked about it among leadership about those experiences that we've had. And when I was in high school or in elementary school, um, when I went through that process with my parents, it was very much like my teachers didn't understand what was happening. They didn't understand why I had to go to court every month to figure out my parents' immigration status. Like why, why did this eight-year-old have to go? But like talking about it with other people that went through similar experiences, you don't feel as isolated going through those really, really hard processes at such a young age. For me, it was a young age, but for some people, they're going through it right now at 18, 19, 20. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing all of those things. Um, I can already, like, I've had a really good time with this conversation, and I'm sure that our listeners will also have good times. Is there anything you'd like to say? We only have about seven minutes left on this Zoom call. In these last few minutes, is there anything you would like to say to leave with our um, listeners? Um, anything you want them to remember? Anything you want them to know going forward? Any, any last events you want to plug? Okay, I can go. Um, I just like to say that we, as Latina women, we're all breaking the barriers. We're all in higher education. And if we can do it, anybody can do it, whether you have DACA, whether you're undocumented, where you don't have a social security number. If we can do it, you can do it. So don't give up. We're all powerful Latina, Latinx. We have an amazing community. And if you're looking for a community, there's Luna at JCCC and we're here for you. And, and um, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry, <laughs> we're all trying to speak. Um, one thing I would like to say is that um, I'm a big advocate of not only my DACA and undocumented folk, but as well as mental health. And mental health is really important regardless of culture, race, color. So take care of yourselves, especially, especially mi gente, the people in our cultures. We really think that it's not real, it's real guys. And so um, we Luna, we advocate for mental health and taking care of yourself and taking care of one another, knowing when you're burnt out and um, just yeah, taking care of yourself as a human being because we all want to flourish and uh, support one another. And if I may, like, I, I feel like I just want to encourage people to go out there, you know, join clubs, go to activities, go to games, you know, you never know who you're going to meet out there, you never know who, who might be just around the corner, whether it be, you know, support, whether you just want to make friends, you just want to have that college experience, you know, just go out there and enjoy college, you know, some of us may be in there for a really long time, some of us may be in it for a short time, it doesn't matter as long as you kind of enjoy that experience it should be fine. 
And I want to add that our club is open to everybody, allies, people in the Latinx community, anybody that wants to learn more about our culture. We're actually going to have a big event coming up, the Dia de los Muertos event, which is a really big event at Johnson County. We want everyone to come out on November 1st. We're honoring uh, past ancestors for our community, as well as we're as other people that want to honor their family members that have passed. Uh, you can learn a lot about this beautiful event. And we're also looking for volunteers. If you are looking to help out and be an ally, uh, re you can reach out to us via Instagram at LunaJCCC or any of our leadership team. If you know anybody personally, you can message any of us and let us know that you'd like to participate. So that'd be we really want people to come out and learn about our culture because that's what we're here for we're here to create a community and um tell people about us well thank you so much for coming on guys this has been a really great conversation really enlightening and i'm really happy to have it um i'll definitely do my best to make my way out to some luna events this semester and i hope all our listeners do too so i just want to on behalf of the podcast thanks again guys Thank you.